Are you happy with your life's decisions? Some of them, perhaps, but what about all of them? What if, by changing your thought patterns, you could manifest a magical, mysterious, and inspired life? Welcome to Sacred Haven Living with host Carolyn McGee. Learn from amazing guests who have taken their lives to a whole new level, along with intuitive wisdom from your host. It's time to live the life you've always dreamed about. Now, here is Carolyn McGee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sacred Haven. Um, I am thrilled to have Marie Diamond with me. Uh, She is one of the world's top transformational leaders, speakers, and best-selling author. Uh, She specializes in energy um, movement and how we can utilize that to clear our energy. So um, can't wait to see which portal pops up for us today um, on our magical journey. Welcome, Marie. So wonderful to be here, Caroline, and with everybody that is listening and watching. Yes, fabulous. So um, as usual, we're going to walk down the path into Sacred Haven. Um, And just uh, if you've got any baggage, you know, any emotional stuff you're carrying, any um, extra thoughts, that to-do list, I invite you to just let go of it. You can leave it right there on the path. It'll be there for you when you come back. Let's just go play for the time that we've got together. So let's walk in and open up Sacred Haven and gather around the reflection pool. So let's create our circle. And uh, one of the things that I've been guided to do, uh, Sacred Haven speaks to me and asks questions, is to have everybody hold hands around the circle and create an energetic circle. Because as Marie and I will be chatting about it more, we are energy is boundless. It's infinite. And um, as we are here gathered virtually, we are energetically also connected. And now just take in three deep breaths. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And in for two. And three. And just feel that peaceful energy moving into your body. And I invite you to look into the reflection pool. What is a question that you would like to get an answer about, about energy or activating energy or releasing something, an old pattern? Just activate that question with curiosity, the curiosity of a child, and put it into that reflection pool. And let's go on a journey to find the energy activation portal. Marie, I know you're highly intuitive. Do you have a feeling which direction we should go in to find this portal? Um, It was really interesting. Um, I was like, tuning into it. And uh, for me, it was like uh, a portal to the mountains. And that's why I also mm-hmm. choose the mountains today. But um, what I really got was the word forgiveness. Yeah. So that uh, one of the portals to release energy is forgiveness. Love that. So before we head off to actually find the portal, 
look in that reflection pool and see the face of someone that you need to re- forgive that's in your highest good. You know, forgiveness is a release of the anger and resentment we have inside. It has nothing to do with condoning energy. It's all about activating your own. So let's head off. And you know what? The person in that reflection pool might be you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So I'm I'm kind of getting a pull over towards the right. So let's just head off in that direction. And Marie, if you see um, something that reminds you or would be really good to stand for forgiveness or stand for the energy activation, what would that look like for you? What, what image would show up? Hmm. Well, it's a color. I, I work a lot with colors, color mm-hmm. violets. That's oh. like a, a violet fireplace, like a fireplace with uh, violet flames. Ooh, the violet flame. I love that. Yeah, that is just perfect. Okay, well, I see it over there. Let's go walk into it. And, you know, the thing that's so cool about energy is, you know, it and the violet flame is, it's, it's not hot, right? So we can just walk right through that portal, through that fire and into this beautiful room and everybody can pull up their chair and sit down and we can just chat about forgiveness and, and energy and color. Absolutely love color work. So what, what would you like to share with us, Marie, about color or the violet flame? Well, am I right that you have something violet on today? Yeah, it's, it's like a blue violet. Isn't that it amazing? Is, right? Shows <laughs> yeah. up as violet. Well, you know, um, for me, the, the, the violet flame and, and forgiveness work has been really crucial in my journey to mm. where I am in, in this world. And um, especially... Um, when I was 25, my father passed on and I had a, a very um, physical, emotional, abusive father. And I he had cancer. And so I was like really confronted uh, with um, he was going to pass on. And so the night before he passed on, I really got very clearly that if I did not forgive him, for whatever he had done to me and and many others, you know, my family members and so on, um, that I was never going to be truly who I was in this on this planet. And so um, I took all my courage because it takes courage to forgive. It takes courage to let go of that mm-hmm. resentment, of that pain. It doesn't mean you forget it. It doesn't mean it's not there yet, but that emotional charge around it is is disappearing or you allow it to disappear. And so um, I was sitting next to him and I was just really like, okay, I I need to forgive him. I need to forgive him just for myself, for my own growth, for my own spiritual journey Mm -hmm. that I was already very aware of at that time. And so I forgave him. And I remember he was so tormented, you know, from the pain and after I told him that I forgave him in my name and name of everyone that he ever hurt, this peacefulness came over his face uh, like a smile. He was already in coma. Um, and I knew that it was all right. And it was after that um, passing on that finally I could be, you know, really free 
in finding who I was. And because I think when we are holding on to the resentments, mm -hmm. uh, to all the pain, that we are actually taking ourselves away from being who we really are. Yeah, because that's not who we really are. Who we really are is that light, is that love, is that compassion, is that soul vibration, the soul purpose. And I know I would never have found my soul purpose if I would not have done that. Yeah, I would not have become who I am now in the world if I did not at that crucial evening forgave my father. That is so beautiful. I was actually getting chills as you were talking about it. And, you know, that resentment and anger is so heavy and it really does block energy moving through our, our lives and you know, the, the heart energy, especially. It's so beautiful that you were able to release that and to allow him to release into the light at a different vibration too. Yes, totally. He went really beautiful into the light. You know, sometimes we're, we're not aware how something we're holding on to, how much that weight on us. It's like if we have a, a cup of tea and mm -hmm. we're picking up a cup of tea, it's light and we're putting it back. But if we're holding it in our hands for an hour, a day, a year, yeah. 10 years, 50 <laughs> years, you know, perhaps your whole life, right. right? You know, it becomes very, very heavy. Right. Yeah. And that's actually what resentment uh, is uh, doing. And, and forgiveness is just saying like, okay, I got it. That That's what it is. You look into it and like, oh, okay, that's that's the situation. But you know what? I'm not going to longer allow myself to be burdened by it. Yeah. Right. Emotionally, right. mentally, physically even. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you don't forgive it, it will ultimately give an impact on your physical life through because it's a toxic energy and it can create a lot of health issues. But just to say, look, you know what? I'm putting it away, right? I'm just yep. putting it aside. It's not longer part of who I am. And it, it will help you to, to become who you really are. Not the small I am. The, the, the small I am is your ego, your fears, right. your doubts, um, but the big I am. The, mm -hmm. Your soul, your spirit, you, what you're here for, your your message in the world, yeah. and so if you if you keep holding on to things that you're not forgiving, you you stay in that small I am reality, and it's only when you let go. And I know it's very scary sometimes, and it takes a lot of courage. I mean, that was probably the most courageous thing I've done for myself that night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to let go of of you know more than twenty years of having that experience. And it's only after that, that I found out that, um, you know, by doing research that my father had post-traumatic uh, stress disorder from World War II. And I start finding letters and things, I, I conversations with friends and family, how much he was tortured during World War II and all the, the really intense things he went through in uh, being in a camp in Nazi Germany. So I start only after that understand, but because I was open to, to listen, right. because before I was not open to listen, what was the reason that this man was so abusive, right? Now, it doesn't mean that it was okay for him to do all this. Of course it was not, but it gave me a meaning and an understanding. And sometimes mm -hmm. when we don't, forgive and we stay angry and resentful, we don't understand the bigger picture. Yeah. And when you are forgiving, you start understanding the bigger picture. So it 
it starts being lighter for you. Um, yeah. But you have to start by making it lighter first for yourself. By, by starting to forgive. Just start forgive. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just so powerful. And you know, what, what I've realized is it, op- it literally opens up my own spirituality. It allows me to connect. I do a lot of work with, with um, angels and it allows me to connect in deeper with that angelic energy because I don't have that block in front of me. I don't have that line of resistance and my heart is open. Yeah. You know, I felt in the past that, you know, resentment and anger and judgment, because that fits right in with that too, is it's almost as if there's chains around my heart. So I can't connect deep with my clients. I can't connect in with, you know, friends and family members and letting go of that has just made such a big difference for me and opening up my energy, opening up my ability to connect and manifest. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I From that moment on, my level of compassion right, mm. was just so open. And yeah. that is when, you know, like within two years, I had a, a very beautiful enlightenment experience. And I know that I could not have gone there. I could not have become that light yeah. myself if I did not let go of that darkness, yeah, that shadow that um, was, of course, put onto me by my father. But at the same time, I had to let it go because otherwise I was going to carry it with me. And if you're carrying it with you, like you said, you're closing yourself up and you don't even know it so much. It's like it becomes so natural to be mm-hmm. closed up. And but when you're letting go of that, then you have access to um, the higher realms um, in an easier way to to angels, to masters, but to people first of all, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to love again, to be able to to live even you know deeper and higher than you ever would have been before. And so, in all the years that I've been working as a, a spiritual teacher and a feng shui master, that's one of the things I've seen when. You know, you can do a lot of wonderful uh, work um, and giving them a lot of tools, but if they don't clear that that deep resentment, that is ultimately not just resentment to somebody else, but you're holding onto that resentment and you're resenting part of you at the same time. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it, it the, the mirror effect stops you from <laughs> being free, stops you from living your life fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always look at it as the mirror. Like, why is this event showing up in my life? Or, you know, what is it about me that's drawing in um, this particular person or situation? You know, where can I move some energy? Where can I forgive either a a person or myself so that I can open up more? And, uh, you know, the patterns that I've noticed with you know, situations and um, and jobs for me. You know, I spent 20 years in corporate working uh, before I stepped into my spiritual gifts. And I had the same boss at, you know, all these different companies, same style of boss. And, you know, it was so hard for me because I didn't un- really understand it at the time. But, you know, looking back, I can clearly see the pattern. Yeah. And it wasn't until I really owned my own power as a leader that all of a sudden the connections just magically cleared up. <laughs> and that's so beautiful what you say is magically, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 
why is that coming suddenly, right? Why is that changing some something? Well, because you have changed in inner reality and the mm-hmm. law says, the law of the universe says when your inner reality is changed, the outer reality will change with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so powerful to do that. And, and, you know, I, and I noticed that as I forgave people who had wronged me in, in some of them, you know, legitimately did, uh, things that were not nice to me, uh, that my energy became bigger, you know, and my ability to draw in really healthier relationships and more powerful contacts and expand my businesses. It was, like I said, almost felt like I had like Cinderella's stepmother or fairy godmother, <laughs> little wand there, you know, <laughs> like, what can I work on next? And that's what got exciting for me is, you know, I started getting curious, I'm like, if this works for one thing, what happens if I, you know, try it with my finances? What happens if I try it with, um, you know, struggle in the family? What happens, you know, life is difficult was one of my mom's mantras. And like, can I magically get rid of that too? Yeah. It's been so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, it, it reminds me of your story of the corporate world. You know, I, I started as an international lawyer and I worked for the governments in Belgium and Europe. And um, it was quite interesting. Like they really, I was a young girl and I suddenly started changing um, a lot in a, a man's, an old man's world at that time. So they were very resisting and very upset with me. And they they tried to stop me in, in any way possible. And I was, I was getting myself so upset with that. And then uh, that was just a year after my father uh, passed on. And I was like, what do I do? I said, okay, it worked for my father. Let me keep working with this here. So I went like, every morning early to uh, my job and big building. And I would go and open the doors of every office of all my colleagues and managers and, you know, and the minister of where I was working. And, um, you know, I just would open the door and I just would like pour, you know, forgiveness and violet fire into mm. the energy and say, I forgive you for whatever you're going to do today to me. Right? I forgave upfront. So I was not just giving, uh, forgiving just from the past. I was forgiving upfront. And it was so interesting. Um, they suddenly became much nicer to me because I was like, oh, this is really working when I'm just, um, because I was already detached, yeah, right. um, from what was going to happen, yeah, yeah. The detachment is huge. We don't have an expectation because it's almost as if we're drawing it in again because we we expect something. You know, I um, I'm also an animal communicator, and I was I had some challenges with my dog, and um, you know he was leash aggressive. It loved other dogs, but when he was on a leash, he was not the friendliest dude. So um, in between homes, I was living in an apartment complex and there was a lot of dogs. So I had to relearn how to communicate with him and what I was going to expect because I was like tense the moment I put the leash on. So he's thinking, I need to protect her. And so he gets out there and he's scanning for, you know, danger around. And as I shifted my expectation, like you were saying, that all of a sudden he's calm. He's ignoring the other dogs that we see because I'm centered. I'm calm. I'm 
focused on us enjoying our walk instead of being apprehensive about it. That's that's a very beautiful story. And and it's really, I think, very important that you have to start understanding that whoever you are, mm-hmm. this is what you bring with you into the world. And if that's with the dog, it's with people, <laughs> it's with your finances, it's with everything that is. So, you know, you are, as we say, the common factor, right? In <laughs> yes. Everything. <laughs> yes, right? absolutely. So yeah, and that, and no, you need ahead. to understand that. The once you, moment you understand that you're the common factor, and mm-hmm. instead of saying it's this person's fault or this or this, you're saying, hey, what can I change within myself, right? And it takes a little bit of, um, you know, discipline to do that, right? Yes. But you, you get there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I think just deciding that, we're, that I'm going to be love you know that that i am going to look for the good in every situation when i was a kid they used to call me pollyanna cuz i you know i i did i always had well you know there's got to be something good in this or something good is going to come from it now i was a little bit too on the extreme and you know was taken advantage of a few times but you know i've really carried that energy forward of there's good in, in everyone. There's a spark of divinity in everyone. And how can I find a way to, you know, to help that person, you know, shine up that spark a little bit. Um, and even if they don't want to, I can still just love the fact that they're a human. I don't have to like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to like them. But I think it's uh, it's not an easy exercise, by the way, right. what you're just asking, what you're sharing. And um I remember when I was, um, you know, studying and I did not only study law, I also became a criminologist. And in criminology, we had to also get trained. It's like it's like a training you can get into later on, like an FBI or SCI mm. or something. right? And so the, the, we had to also train the interrogations yeah, of criminals. And so... Um, and I was like, how, what can I do? I mean, this, this criminal in front of me who has murdered somebody, how can I be compassionate and at the same time doing my work, right? It was just like this, my spiritual self and then, you know, my professional self. And um, I remember I was in a meditation. I was connecting with my ascended master, St. Germain. And he's like, just look at the inner child of this man. Yeah, connecting with his inner child. And so I was like going in meditation and connect with his inner child. And I came in and I did not see this man as he was now. I just saw the inner child because that inner child has an experience of goodness, right? An experience of love um, somewhere, right? Even if perhaps the past was super turbulent for that man. And I was just tuning into that. And you know, many people had to interrogate him and he always refused to talk. And just for me holding that space, he started telling everything that he needed to share with us. And he broke down in tears. And they said, like, no, he is like, you know, a diehard uh, criminal. And and I was like, wow, just because I was holding that space mm-hmm. of somebody looking him, to him as that inner child. And, and he confessed everything. And, and he perhaps for the first time, had felt some regret for whatever he had done. I don't know if that was a part start of his healing, but later on, it was really interesting. I followed uh, up 
with his his life, and then he started studying, and he became uh, a, you know uh, an ordained minister uh, to help in the um, in the prison. So it was really interesting. I always felt that that little moment, right, that somebody was holding the space. It doesn't have to be long, but just holding the space of goodness for you. Mm-hmm. That was like such a breakthrough for me. It's like, if if I can do that for this person, I can do that for the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. That is just so incredibly powerful. And it it, it is seeing that, that spark of divinity that is in everyone. You know, there, there's, I don't believe that there, that some people are inherently bad. You know, I, I believe that there is a good in everyone and, you know, there's been traumas or uh, events <laughs> that they haven't been able to heal from yet, or they have chosen not to, because I do think a lot of things are a choice. And, you know, as we, as we just accept that, then us being kind and seeing that divinity can give them a way to look at themselves differently. You know, you really gave that man a gift. Well, I hope so. And I, I think now more than ever, we need to do that for each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's like so many people are having different opinions about certain objects, certain subjects, certain mm-hmm. uh, political, medical, whatever situations we're going through right now. Right. And if we just could remember that we are human beings that just would like to love and be loved and, and instead of judging, instead of being upset, mm-hmm. keep looking at this beautiful divine spark, as you call it, in that other person. And I think we're getting to a better place then. I agree with you. And it it does seem like there's, people are forgetting the fact that we're all human, that, you know, that we're in this beautiful journey, uh, that we got one world (laughs) that we share with the plants and the animals and all the other people. So, you know, that us versus them, you know, energy is just, it makes me sad, I think is the best way for me to describe it. And I don't want to live in the energy of sadness, but you know, I have to sometimes take a little bit of an energetic break from, um, from the news and from the different polarized uh, energies that are out there. Um, I agree. It's, it's not an easy time on that level. And um you know, we, we can listen with compassion mm-hmm. right? and first of all, try not to judge, right? Whatever, you know, people are thinking, saying, feeling, doing, and, and just to keep holding the, the view, um, the vision uh, of unity amongst yeah. humans, mm-hmm. right? And to know that there is that, that possible, that dimension does exist, that reality does exist, but we have to keep tapping into it. And I feel like a lot of times people forget about that. And even if they're on a spiritual journey, you know, sometimes right. they fall back into the divide, right? Us against, uh, you know, others. And instead of thinking, no, 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 let's, let's, let's forgive that feeling. Let's forgive that divide. Let's focus on the love that is between us and in us. Yeah. And search for that common denominator to, to find, you know, what do we have in common? Everybody's got, I believe everybody's got something that you can find a way to connect to. 
Uh, when we get back from the break, I'm going to write myself a note. I'm going to tell a story about when I was in high school, I was afraid to have conversations and my mom actually taught me how to find a common denominator with somebody else. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> It'll be great. All right. So we will be back shortly. This is Carolyn McGee at Sacred Haven Living with uh, Marie Diamond. Join us shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Sacred Haven Living. Want to find out more about Carolyn McGee and our program? Visit carolynmcgee.com. That's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-C-G-E-E.com. Now, back to Sacred Haven Living. Hello, everyone. Carolyn McGee, Sacred Haven Living Guide, uh, here with Marie Diamond. We have been talking about forgiveness, if you are just joining us, and how it shifts the energy in our, well, in our awareness, in our uh, mental, moral, sp- spiritual, physical, and emotional bodies. And, you know, one of the things that we were talking about right before the break is, um, you know, creating a common ground, trying to find the good in in every situation and every person. And I promised that I would tell about a story. So when I was in high school, I was extremely shy and uh, people thought I was stuck up because I just was so afraid to have a conversation. I was, I had been bullied. I mean, there's, there's some stuff that had happened. And I remember crying in my room and my mom came in and um, she's like, why, you know, what's, what's bothering you? Cause you know, I was in that teenage years of you don't talk to your mother <laughs> and, and she's, she made me role play finding a common denominator. My mom was a teacher. So she was really used to teaching and engaging and getting 
people to to work together. And you know, she would mention that she had watched a football game or that she liked the theater. And then I had to say back or got to say back, you know, oh, I saw that show also and practice. So it was active listening for what the other person likes and doesn't like to build a bridge, even if it's something like, oh, I don't like snow either. <laughs> you can you can always find something that's in common if you actively listen instead of thinking about what you're going to say next so you can respond. Mm, beautiful tip. I love that. Yeah, I can imagine that has been helpful, that one little gem from your mother the mm-hmm. rest of your life, right? Yeah, absolutely. For many, many years, because uh, you know, it took me a long time to embrace um, that leadership energy that I have in my, uh, you know, felt feel safe to be me, like we were talking about in the first part. You know, letting my soul really come out as I released, um, you know, attachments and energies and you know, old ways of being. So yeah, it's been very helpful to. Uh, to make friends anywhere, to build a connection and and to move into that. So uh, during the break, we were chatting about uh, letting go of things and clearing energy. So Bree, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Well, you know, as a feng shui master, and feng shui means wind and water, it means about a flow of chi, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we are not able to forgive something, we're actually stuck in the chi stuck in the energy of ourself and sometimes it's very hard to change Mm. but um, we can actually start outside of us and by letting go and space clearing things around us because we all have too much you know things (laughs) objects paperwork clothing books right we always have too much and what I have seen just to start moving the energy if we can start looking at certain areas in our home where we can start clearing things. And the first step, based on, on diamond feng shui, what I'm teaching, there is everybody has a personal success direction. There's a, a compass direction in your home that relates with you for, the, for your whole life. It's like where the chi of success and money is the strongest. And so... What you can do, and you can actually go to marydiamond.com and get your uh, free energy report that explains you how to find it. Mm, And as you are doing that, and it's working with a compass, and we have also a free app, a Mary Diamond app that you can download um, to find out where is your success direction. And so... Mm. You're holding the app, and it's like you're putting your birthday and your gender, and what happens when you click on it, you will get like a compass. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right? And so that compass gives you an indication where's the success directions like south here in blue, right? For here it's like northeast. It's not south here, it's northeast. So you're holding the compass and you see where is your success energy. Like my success energy is in this corner over there, right? For another room, it can be over there. It depends on the compass, right? The first step I always ask people is to clear that space, the area of your success. Your success is all about your future. It's all about the next steps you're going to do in your life. It's not only success of career and money flow, but it's also your, your journey. 
And so when you are stuck, right, you, you cannot see the next steps in your <laughs> right. journey. Right. And so when you know your success direction, you're going to first let go of everything that is not longer supporting you. Right. Mm-hmm. It can be that you have items there that just tell something else. Like, um, for example, you have an image there of a, a harbor with all the boats kind of anchored in the harbor and they're not moving. That's stuckness. Right. That's or you stuck. have like um, a paper bin there right and so you put all your uh crumbled papers in there so you're kind of creating a blockage there or you put images up there that just are telling something completely different so you let go of any clutter that is there and let go of anything that is blocking you just that one little thing it's a very interesting um and I've seen this with working with you know, have more than 1 million people online uh, studying with me. And so just that little thing suddenly opens up their minds for the future. And so that's the first thing I would always ask you to do. The second place where you need to let go of clutter is your bedroom. Yeah, the nightstands, what's around you. You cannot have any clutter when you wake up on the ground. No shoes, no clothing on the ground, books, whatever you throw on the ground. You have to clear this up because you're waking up. It's the beginning of the day. And if you have clutter on your path towards the world, you're actually, again, stopping yourself uh, from being you know, ready to move forward. Yeah. So that's one of the things I would suggest. And to help forgiveness, there is a trick to that. <laughs> Not a trick, it's a feng shui step. Is that get something in violet color. Yeah, it can be a violet candle, can be a violet vase, can be a violet flower. Um, and put it in the southeast. So you check with your compass um, and you hold that compass like in the center of your living room or the center mm-hmm. of your bedroom or the center of your workspace. And you place in the Southeast something in purple. You declutter the Southeast because the Southeast stands for the area of forgiveness, of letting go. So you have a hard time forgiving. Look what is there. Yeah. And then put something purple there. And I love a purple candle there because it kind of reminds you of the purple flame. Right. So right, the yeah. Flame. And so you lit it on if you want. Um, each time you feel like oh, you're stuck, you need some forgiveness to yourself, you need forgiveness to the world, to your partner, to your children, whoever it is, right? And you lit it on and you reflect or you meditate or you pray um, for like nine minutes. Yeah, that's kind mm-hmm. of the secret number uh, for it. And it's a little, and you can even put like, who you want to forgive, put write it on paper and kind of put it under the candle or close to the candle. So mm-hmm. there's a focus to it. So it's a little bit of a space clearing technique that really does miracles. So I just want to give you that as a little step. Well, thank you. That's pretty awesome. Now, what is the, is it an activation when you put the name underneath the object? I've heard of that before, but I don't understand the energy of it. Yeah, it's an activation. It's like saying all this, this focused attention uh, is going to that person. You don't have to put it under, but sometimes people put it under there because that could be for their partner. So they don't want the partner to know that the, the paper is there, but it can be next to the paper. It's like mm-hmm. in the aura field, uh, in the energy field of the candle. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So you're, so it's almost like you're, you're allowing the energy of uh, t- it, it almost to meld. So it becomes pow- more powerful by Correct. 
being yeah. in that same area. Okay. Wow. It's like I, you're I burning like up the in a, in a positive way, like you're kind of clearing because fire is always a clearing energy. Yes. And so, um, and perhaps you're saying, well, I need a lot of forgiveness. I'll put a big candle up. <laughs> oh, no, a small candle will it will be sufficient. <laughs> will be sufficient. Oh, that's great. Well, that's that's really interesting to hear. Now, is the the southeast is that also um, associated with abundance? Is that in in the the area yeah. that, that, or the discipline of feng shui that you work with? Yeah, so Southeast can definitely be connected also with abundance. So there's two two parts of it is abundance mm-hmm. and also letting go of karma. So Ooh. that's one of the reasons a lot of people are stuck with money because they are karmically so blocked with it. Yeah. So what I have seen is as people do forgiveness work and they put in the Southeast, the money flow starts going better. Mm, I like that. That's like that's like a two for one. I love that. It is a two for one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of power in that, and I can see how again closing down your heart. You know, I I always say that your heart is your most intuitive muscle, and it, you like magnetize to your heart. So if your heart's closed down with that lack of forgiveness, it's going to be hard to draw in the relationships and and money's an energy, right? So yeah, correct. And, um, but you know, sometimes people tell me, I, I, I don't, I cannot put that candle there. Then get a little amethyst gemstone right, mm-hmm. and put that there, activate it in the sunlight, wash it, you know, um, and put an intention of forgiveness in the crystal. Yeah. Mm. So if you cannot, because it's still the purple, right? It's right. still that vibration. And you put it there. Um, and it's a, it creates a quantum, it's like a quantum field change. Uh, because feng shui is really changing the quantum physics of your mm-hmm. environment. Yeah. Because it's not just you have energy, everything is energy, but your home contains your energy. Yeah. And and that is a place where you are, you know, living. Sleeping now today is sometimes also working, right? <laughs> right, and it's like it's a twenty-four hour time that you are connected in with your home. And one of the things I learned, uh, you know, as you know, I'm in one of the master teachers in the secret about the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I have learned through my feng shui master is that the law of attraction is also not just in our mind, in our hearts, in our spiritual journey, in our connection with our soul. It's also in our environment. And it is actually responsible, our environment, for one-third of the results of our life. So that's a lot. And a lot of people are not aware of it. So if you feel stuck, you know, you can, of course, first look into yourself. But it's sometimes really difficult to look within you, right? But if you cannot do that, why don't you start as outside of you? and start decluttering, organizing yourself, um, bringing some beauty in it. And there are, of course, certain techniques. Yeah, and I, I practice classic feng shui, but I brought in um, a lot of knowledge of, you know, how the brain is working uh, with muscle testing, um, mm-hmm. quantum physics aspect of it, and colors. Because, you know, I work with people from all religions, all cultures, and that's why we're working specifically with colors. And the color for forgiveness is violet. And it is actually the fastest vibrating color mm-hmm. on this planet. Yeah. And yeah. so, 
one of the things we can do is even spray, for example, lavender mist yeah, or lavender mm-hmm. essential oil. It's kind of the smell of the purple. Yep. Um, if you feel you're stuck, right, just putting some lavender around you or mm-hmm. um, spraying lavender in your living room if people are arguing a lot, um, if you have a hard time with your partner, make sure there's some lavender essential oil on the pillows before you go to sleep. Just a little of that frequency will start shifting the energy to let go of the past and open yourself to the future. That's so powerful. Now, um, I know sometimes a little is good and a lot is not good. I, you know, I've seen that with people who try and like make too many changes at the same time, rather than kind of allowing the energy to um, almost like a step process, right? You, You clean out one thing and then you wait for it. Or like if, you know, if if the purple candle is good, then you're going to get the purple candle and a huge thing of amethyst and, and a you know a lavender plant. Um, so, what would you advise people as far as you know, kind of allowing the chi, the energy of the space, to settle a little bit along the way? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Sometimes people are like going completely at it. I'm saying, hey, hey, calm down. Your body has to integrate. Yes, you know the changes that you're making. Right. And so um, do something and wait, wait a few days. Like, Mm. okay, how do I react to it? Yes. Once you're starting to feel like, yeah, I feel good about this, then do the next step. Like I say to people, when I give them, um, you know, feedback of what I would suggest to change in their home, in their lives, in their businesses, I would say it's a process. Don't you don't have to do it all in one day, you know, take time. And sometimes it takes a few months because you have to adjust. You know, it's very powerful, uh, feng shui. So it's like um it's almost like um an acupuncture, right? Yeah. So you change something. It's like instead of putting a needle in your body, you put like a needle in your home, right? <laughs> and so it's like you're changing the uh, you're putting a candle or you're decluttering something. So uh, it's like if you would have like I don't know, hundreds of needles in your body, you will go crazy, right? So think about it. You just do it step by step because if you do it all at the same time, your body will start being in resistance or people around you will go into resistance. And when people say, oh, my husband becomes upset, my kids say, stop, you're you're going too fast, yeah? Or the people say, like, I have so much reaction and said, it's because it's too much, yeah? Step by step. And that's why good feng shui masters will not just turn your life around. They just will tell you exactly small steps what to take. And then, you know, you're building up on the energy. Um, It's like every day... Uh, forgive yourself for something. Don't start forgiving everything at once. You know, it, it's too much, right? Right. So, because you cannot handle that, it's it's just like clearing your whole mind and your mm-hmm. whole heart. It's you need to uh, let the energy flow and and intuitively connect with what is the right thing to do. And I always say to people, you can put in a lot of action plans, and um, but every step, you know, write down when you do it. If possible, leave at least three days, yeah, to kind of get your energy mm. to adjust. Um, three to nine days is kind of what I suggest. And then do the next step, yeah? Yep. And then you will start building up and you will have the most effect. 
Yeah, that's so powerful. And it fits in really well with a lot of the energy work, healing work that I do. I always tell my clients, you need to give your body a chance to, to, to catch up. Like our emotions and our spiritual energy shifts faster than our physical energy because, you know, we're a body. We've got these cells and these, um, you know, muscles and everything that needs a little bit of a chance to release the energy of what, the way it was living and move into kind of the new reality. So I, I love the fact that uh, that you're saying something similar to that. That really makes sense to me. Beautiful. That's, that's no, I think great. you're right on on that. It's just sometimes people just want the fast food uh, <laughs> yeah. experience. Yes. Yeah. In yeah. energy, but that doesn't work, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It does not. So um, is there anything else you'd like to leave with people? Because we're going to start heading our way back to the entrance in our reflection pool. Of course. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for allowing me to be with you today and in the sacred heaven. And so I'll just remind you that your home is also your sacred heaven, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so if you can look at your home, uh, walking into your home, walking in your bedroom and your um, office and seeing that this is a sacred space for me because I'm spending time here to be who I am, to fulfill my purpose, to be with my children, to be with my partner, and just look at it and see, is this reflecting what I really desire? Is this reflecting the sacredness of my relationship here? Um, so if you could um, pay attention to that and look at it from the eyes of, if you would be that God within you, and you are that God within you, rem remind yourself of that. Look at it and it's like, is this what the God within me would love to see? Yeah. Mm, and when you that. look at it from this way, you're like, yeah, I, I don't think God within me wants to see all this <laughs> clutter there and, you know, this kind of things. And so mm -hmm. start taking away first. You don't have to replace it yet, but take away from things. Like you want romance. And for example, a lot of women are asking me that. And I come in their home and there's all these images of single women everywhere. I said, it's a sacred heaven for you, but it doesn't show as a sacred heaven for romance. Yeah. Right. So just pay attention. What is around you? What's the images? What's the colors? And so when you create it in a different way, then it will be easier because it to find a sacred haven in yourself, to be honest, because That's you're surrounded beautiful. and there's a foundation and you will ground a sacred haven in yourself. Thank you. That is so beautiful. So for our listeners, I just want to tell you a little bit more about Marie. Um, Marie Diamond is one of the world's top transformational leaders, speakers, and best-selling authors, a renowned voice on law of attraction. She is a seer in modern context and the only European star featured in the worldwide phenomena, The Secret. She merges her profound intuitive knowledge of energy and the law of attraction with her studies of quantum physics, meditation, feng shui, and dowsing. Oh, I love dowsing. To transform the success relationships and ins inspirations of individuals, organizations, and corporations. Uh, she is a founding member of the Global Transformation Leadership Council and founder and president of the Association of Transformational Leaders of Europe. And you can um, join her or like her fan page, 
which is Facebook Marie Diamond Fans. So I recommend everybody connect with with Marie. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, we are going to take our step out of this beautiful Violet Flame fireplace and close down the portal for now. One of the things that's so magical about Sacred Haven is that you can come back to these portals again. You, you from a different perspective, from a higher vibrational level and a better understanding. So I invite you to listen to this call again and see what you can pick up, what you might not have um, heard the first time. So let's walk along here, heading back towards our reflection pool. And I see off to the side um, the portal that we are coming into next week, which is the community portal. I will be having Anna Pereira, who is the founder of the Wellness Universe, join me to talk about the power of community connection and collaboration. So let's get back around our reflection pool. And I like to close with with the three deep breaths again. So let's breathe in through our nose. And out through our mouths. And in again. And out. And one more time. And look in that beautiful reflection pool. Did you get the answer to your question? Were you able to start forgiving the person whose face you saw in there? even if it was you, because I think forgiving ourselves is sometimes the hardest journey. So just put your hands out again. Let's connect, create our community, feel the energy, spirit to spirit, feel that divine spark that lies within you and within everyone who is in this circle. And see that divine spark of the person that you wanted to forgive. Look deep within the eyes. We talked about mirrors before. Use that reflection pool as a mirror and look into the eyes of the person that you want to start to forgive and let go of that resentment. Let go of that anger. Forgive for yourself so that you can feel more empowered, more energized. Connect even deeper to that spark of divinity that's within you, in your heart. So thank you all for joining us here at Sacred Haven. We're going to now start our way out And if you had bags that you left, if you had emotions and things there, you you can choose now to take them with you or you can leave them here because Sacred Haven is so powerful that she can transmute all of that emotions and things that you've been carrying. So it's your choice. I'm going to leave a few things behind. How about you, Marie? Um, yes, it's always good to let go of things. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you so much for joining me, Marie. It's been a pleasure. And thank you, uh, thank you so much, Caroline. 
You're, you are welcome. So thank you all for joining us. And we will be back next week. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me at carolynmcgee.com. And there are some banners on the Voice America website where you can connect to me also. I look forward to uh, getting to know you all a little bit deeper and finding that spark within you or helping you find that spark within you. Thank you all. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for tuning in this week to Sacred Haven Living. Please join Carolyn McGee again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Next week, more on creating your better life.